All right, good evening once again, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you to another episode of The Triumphant Shadows. Shout out to all of y'all who are triumphant shadows, who are on the grind, on the hustle to work above capitalism. I just want to give a quick thank you to Dr. Boyce Watkins, who helped to... uh, he, well, he hosted and he uh, basically assembled everybody for this B1 Black National Business Convention in 2021 at the Omni Resort. It, uh, it was just about a week ago. Now, when I went, I thought it would be in Central Florida, right in Orlando. But it turns out that it was an hour and 14 minutes away. The Omni Resort just has Orlando in the title of its hotel. But it was actually at Champions Gate. Um, So it was a bit of a drive, but it was worth it. Now, I've never really done this much uh, spending in one area in my life for money. But it was worth every penny. Uh, The amount of networking, the people that were out there. I got to give a huge shout out to Viral Hip Hop News. Uncensored with uh, Sandman and Oh God. I met them both or I met well more so I met uh oh god personally so and I also I got to ask them questions on a panel for hip-hop uh rapper d1 was there rapper all the way from New Orleans who was originally going to get signed to cash for money but he decided not to do it because he didn't like the content he thought the content was negative for uh, young people growing up in a generation. So we have a lot of conscientious artists out here who are trying to move their brand. And we also had lots of entrepreneurs. I, I met some really amazing people. Um, I bought a copy of Claude Anderson's Powernomics. And I also bought another book. I'm going to just share them right now. Uh, it is Monetizing Gentrification, Building Black Ownership, Revised color edition from Thomas T.J. Lofton all the way. Now, uh, he's originally from the West Coast, told me he was friends with Dr. Dre, and he saw that he there was a, basically a lot of opportunities with real estate, and he was telling me about the future of real estate. Uh, some crazy things we had we we conversated about so much, but he was also telling me about Bitcoin. He was saying that basically Bitcoin... Uh, it right now people are drawn to it because it's the most popular system of finance right now. But he's saying the real money comes from real estate investments because people are looking for places to live. And uh, to quote a word from another speaker on the panel of this event, you can't live in your Bitcoin. So I think that's what really engaged me and got me to pay attention i went to the b1 ball and they had a whole award ceremony for all these people that have been doing podcasts and have been helping to market and advertise uh the whole network that voice watkins runs online and uh i thought it was just phenomenal i've never seen so many black people come together before to where there isn't any ruckus nobody was shot there wasn't no fighting it was just intelligent black people from all around the place all around the world i believe and uh 
I'm truly thankful for that opportunity to come there and listen and to engage. And I'm going to have my own business one day up and running again. Of course, this is an extension of that through Triumphant Shadows. I had another business where I was running a podcast too that uh, it's no longer around. It was uh, Ricky Heaven and that was ran for Blog Talk. But what I want to do is I want to I want to be able to build a stronger foundation and I really want to have more discipline with what I'm doing. So until I can get to that point, yes, I'm still going to be kind of working a regular job, if you will, but it's only a stepping stone. And I do plan to get away from that or as they say, getting off the plantation and uh, yeah, they were schooling me on some real stuff, telling me about how basically if you got negatives in your bank account, you're not ready to start your own business because you have to be financially disciplined and you got to have some level of accountability to what you do. I feel like the biggest problem nowadays with people who run businesses is that they just they're just not that accountable for what they do. I see it a lot with restaurants and I see it a lot with people who uh you know, run all sorts of stuff with retail and um, even huge corporations, you know, like theme parks and things of that nature. I think even that suffers from people not being accountable about their own business. Um, I really do think the way for black people to grow and for us to get on the same level in America, as everybody else, is to get young folks educated on owning their own businesses. Uh, you can only get so far. You won't get. You won't really get really anywhere if you just if you just adopt this idea that you can make it in America as long as you go to school, graduate from high school take some college courses and then go back into the workforce and work nine to five, you're not going to get anywhere. You know, you might get some property, you might find somebody, start a family, but you won't have wealth. You'll be middle class. Maybe you'll get out of the poverty line, but you, I just don't see people getting that far. And this is talking from a guy personally who's been in that system for years uh, not everybody who is black is designed to be a business owner, obviously, but I feel like if more of us went in that direction, we would be able to establish something that's that's just we, we'd be able to establish something that has some longevity that's got a legacy, something we could build a dynasty off of. The reason why I believe you have other nations that are still standing you know, China, Great Britain, and, well, I'm sorry, you know, like, other other nations, whether it's Asia or in Europe of that nature, where you have places like, uh, you have certain empires that lasted for as long as they did was because people understood that economic prosperity comes from them taking their trade, taking their resources and taking their workforce and making it to where it's all uh, it's all 
a thing to where the outside world can't access it, you know, to have it closed, to have it closed to where only their people can access it. You know, that's why America has gotten as far as it has to capitalism, you know. Um, but that's just me blabbering off again. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a quick segue. Um, I'm going to go back to all the little experiences I had at this event. I almost feel like I could write a book off of it. And it's the best I've felt in years. Isn't that weird? Just going to a business convention, I felt really good. You know, I, it, it's like the air felt fresher. Um, the people were all intellectual. You know what it is when you're around people who are like-minded, who are critical thinkers. And you know what it's like when you're just surrounded around a bunch of dumbasses, you know? <laughs> you can find... Uh, I'm not trying to, to take a dump on Orlando, but there's a lot of dumbass activity. <laughs> activity in Orlando that's where you get all that Florida man stuff here it's like people have a mindset to where it's like let me just do enough to get by and when things do get difficult rather than actually trying to do my best to move move and take the problem on head on I'm just gonna try to dodge it and circumnavigated i see that problem a lot in orlando so i'm glad they showed up um you know who knows i might be living up those habits too maybe that's why i've been in the same space for so long but at least i realize that now uh so i'm just gonna talk about this is the weirdest story i've encountered for 2021 just when i thought it could get no weirder so there's a travis scott concert if y'all don't know uh it took place literally just a couple hours ago, and uh, so far there's eight people dead. Uh, I believe six of them were minors. Let me just make sure I got the story right. And uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is this is like uh, such a crazy story to me. I'm surprised it's not at the top of Google News. It was all over CNN earlier. My uncle told me about it. But anyway, let me look this up. Eight dead hundreds hurt as Travis Scott's World Festival turns into mass casualty incident. This was actually on Friday. Yep. You know, this isn't to say anything negative about Travis Scott, but I think this is the most attention he's going to get throughout a good portion of his career, you know, because up to this point, I, you know, I saw him as a current rapper, you know, I didn't see him in the same light. He's not one of my favorite rappers, I'll just say that, but he does make good music to bump your head to and stuff uh he's like a current entertainer you know but i just i was always like uh i always looked at him as this is the new young dude on the block every now and then you get the newest young dude type of rapper you get yourself like a pop smoke or 
or uh, NBA young boy. And I feel like, you know, even though NBA young boy, I understand has a very, very fanatical fan base. Like they, they'll probably kill for that dude. So I'm not here to talk shit about NBA young boy. I'm not, I ain't trying to get smoked no time soon, but Travis Scott strikes me as like, you know, the new current trending young rapper, you know, kind of like when Drake first came on the scene, you know, he was up and popping. Um, I don't really see too much about his music that can jive with me on a, on a uh, good spiritual level, because to me, music is what I, I value probably more. If I was to, if you were to ask me, what do you value more than a person? I would probably say music, you know, because it's like without it, I can't communicate with my spirit without it. And I've, I've yet to have him like release music that really hits me in a way that a Kendrick Lamar could or Tupac Shakur or Biggie Smalls has been able to or anybody from Wu-Tang Clan or Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's not that he's bad. It's just, it's just ne- it's just never really resonated with me. But with that being said, his fan base seems pretty big because I've seen an overhead shot of the concert, and those those people were swarming over there like ants on an ant hill. That they, they, I think the concert was there to stage about what was it fifty thousand, about fifty thousand total. I could I could have that number totally wrong, but uh, I'm going to read this report just a little bit of it so we can get some more context coming from K H O U 11. I guess that's K Houston or something. Uh, Astro World Festival security guard said he was pricked in neck injected before passing out. Houston police chief says so. Let me get into this a little bit more. So the big thing about this with the deaths at the concert, you know, normally when people die at a concert, it's due to what a mass shooting. Sometimes people get trampled. Sometimes there's a natural disaster. Apparently, these eight people, they just rumor has that they might have just collapsed on stage. And when you hear shit like that, because they were apparently they were rushing the stage to meet Travis or whatever. When you hear stuff like that, you think, well, maybe they had COVID. But for them to all, eight of them to just kind of fall out like that, COVID doesn't affect you that quickly, you know? So I'm looking at this and uh, just just looking into this, I'm just gonna keep reading. One of the narratives was that someone was injecting other people with drugs, HPD Chief Troy Fenner said on Saturday. Police Chief Troy Fenner said the Houston Police Department is doing everything in its power to find out what happened at the World Festival on Friday night. Officials have said eight people died and hundreds more were injured when Travis Scott took the stage. We leave no stones unturned. This has not happened to us in Houston since I've been a police officer and we take pride in it. And we're going to get down to the bottom of it, Fenner said at a news conference Saturday. Yeah, it just seemed like a whole lot of calamity. And uh, I did see people rushing the gate and jumping over the gate at one point. They had footage of that. 
And uh, yeah, it, it seemed like the concert, though, from what I understood, because they had first responders being interviewed for CNN, they were saying, yo, the concert wasn't overbooked. Like it was safe for that amount of people to be there. But as the mass casualty event occurred, it was very clear that there wasn't enough supplies and people's staff to handle something of that magnitude. And if it was, the people weren't trained to handle um, the level of sheer chaos that erupted. Now, as a person who's been in a mass casualty incident, I was in one in the military. I can tell you that it's uh, time is of the essence. It's all about how quickly you can make a decision to save a life. And I feel like maybe they were maybe the security, EMS and fire department and the police, they were so overwhelmed with what was going on. And there was such a misunderstanding of the true danger that was out there that, you know, maybe maybe in the middle of it all, they didn't know how to sustain all of that all of the chaos so that they could start actively getting people stabilized. Um, so they gave Narcan apparently to one security guard who allegedly was stuck with a, um, a needle with a syringe in the neck. And apparently the, the crazy story is that there's some dude going around pricking dudes with a needle and whatever was in that needle that that shit was that shit wasn't no party drug. I'm almost certain it was on some level of something that's as strong as like ketamine, like in like in the movie Hustlers. You know that movie with uh, J Lo where it's about the strippers who went around drugging all of those millionaires or all those rich guys who are, who are working in Wall Street. They would go and and uh, party with them and they would put ketamine or they'd put they put some sort of a uh, chemical drug in their drink and basically they'd roofie the hell out these dudes take them out back rob them blind take their credit cards take all their money and the next day they wake up they don't know what the fuck happened so i'm thinking it might be possible that there's something on that level but you can't give too much to a person, and yeah, they could. Th that could kill a person. You you can give, give giving. Just about any substance on the planet can kill a person. You can give a person too much water, and they could have, they could have uh, some sort of hydrotoxicity, that to where their body can't break down all the water, and your body's eighty percent water. So, I just don't know what this is. All I know is. This is ultimately a bad thing, whether you're a fan of rap or not. The whole thing with this is that I believe we were sort of getting back into the system to where people were finally lowering their guards, being able to alleviate the anxieties that came from COVID. And you saw more people in groups going out and just enjoying themselves, you know. Um, that's what I got at the whole event at the black national convention black business convention i'm sorry black national business convention um they had this great like i said we had this great ball awesome ball uh we had an awesome band infinity song one of the best bands i've heard in a while 
awesome, full of soul, full of soul. And um, it brought lots of people together. But um, with this, it's the exact opposite. It's, it's just a crazy negative experience. Lots of people died. And I, I, I think folks all around the country are going to have a different approach towards going to these large scale concerts, you know. Um, this is the thing, too. When you deal with these big old crowds, I don't think any city is prepared to deal with something of of the magnitude of what happened on that Friday. You know, at the most, people would think, well, if there's a mass shooting, lots of people are going to be running for cover and stuff. But eventually people scatter because they're trying to get away from the shooter. There's still the whole aftermath of this of what if that, like, I would hate for this to happen, but what if something was spread in that crowd, you know, that was, that was communicable? Who knows, man? It's just, it's unfathomable, like, the danger that those people were put into. I will say this, too, like, security or whatever sort of security parameters they are having at these concerts, it's not enough. It's just not keeping people safe. So, Perhaps the answer is to lower the numbers. Maybe the amount of people that they were letting in was far too many people, especially with us, the the country just trying to readjust with, uh, you know, in the post-COVID-19 era where people are just being able to come back into the normal swing of things with letting their kids go to school. People are just starting to re-enter sports events and things like that. I really feel like this was too, it was just too fast. It was too much too fast. And the numbers got to stay small. Smaller numbers ensure more safety because it's easier to protect a smaller crowd of people than it is to protect a large crowd of people. This is coming from a dude. I I did security for three years. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, just more of a concern when there's a whole bunch of people and there's crowd surfing and mosh pits or what have you and at these concerts too especially at rap concerts the amount of security they have on staff they they're not checking everybody they're not wanting everybody down they're not checking every purse and every bag and they know that there's folks out there doing recreational drugs you know i've been to bone thugs and harmony concerts where where the whole room's lit up. Everybody's passing chronic blunts and all sorts of shit and getting fucked up. And security just doesn't have the time to sift through all that stuff and be like, oh, all right, you can't go in because you've got drugs. Nigga, half of the songs the dude's going to do on the set got him talking about drugs in it. So what the fuck, you know? Half the people there were probably hopped up on some shit, but... The truth of the matter is we're just living living in a far more volatile, far more dangerous age. And people just got to take precautions. From what I understand, some people who died, they were as young as 14 years old. What is a 14-year-old doing at, at a... I'm not even judging Travis Scott because from the music I've listened to from him is pretty... It, it's it's mostly clean. It's stuff I could listen to with my mom, some of his stuff, some of his songs. But, like, 
what is a 14 year old doing at a concert of that magnitude? I don't think that they had adult supervision either. And it's crazy. Two of the other ones that are dead, they can't even really identify who they are yet. Which I don't even, they, like, they don't have identification of whether or not they're American citizens, where they live, or whatever. But uh, my prayers go out to the families. And this is this is a really crazy, crazy time we're living in right now. So I just be like, I just pray every day for the safety of my family. You know, I thank God every day that I get to see my family because that's not always a guarantee. But anyway, as y'all can see, this episode is going to be a little short, but I'm going to keep pumping through with more content as as much as I can. You know, it really means a lot to me for everybody who keeps on listening. I got my business cards made up. And for those of y'all who want to continue listening, listening, you can tune in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Look for Triumphant Shadows, Triumphant Shadows Podcast. Just put it in the search engine. You'll notice me when you see the starfish symbol. And yeah, let's get it on and popping, y'all. Uh, once again, another great thanks to everybody I met over there at um, the All Black National Business Convention. It was life-changing. I cannot thank people enough. And uh, I will do everything I can to just support a future where, you know, people that look like me have a chance at becoming wealthy, you know. Stay blessed, y'all. Stay safe. Winter is coming up. I'm not here to push the whole narrative with, oh, you got to get your your shots. You got to get your flu shot. You got to get your boosters and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. However, if you're not going to do that, make sure you eat right. Make sure you eat right. Make sure you exercise. Make sure you exercise. Make sure you get a good amount of sleep. But y'all stay blessed and have a wonderful night. And get ready for that daylight savings time.